When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse, and for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. We've got science to celebrate. Demons, listen out. Come on! There is rebellion in the wind. It will be crushed. Everything I've said is true, it's real. Dinosaur blossoms? I'll have to put those here to test our faith. A damn lie, I, I saw them with my own eye! Did I accuse just drop sharply while I was away? We did illusions, man. None of it is true. I know insane! This is mass madness, you maniac! In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion! on there okay but anyway yeah go ahead yeah so like that would be just crazy to see if, if that Absolutely. was on earth it's nuts and it does again relate to the grandiose of of lord of the rings for like, sure hey do me a favor and, and hit me with permission oh, yes uh, here yes quick, absolutely and, and i'll go ahead and, and get going here too boom yeah yeah all right we can do a cold open or whatever i don't care oh yeah well we're we're we got rolling. game on we're rolling, we're rolling absolutely you know? for sure deep share red, red thread that's swap it man. cast some and, some random wildness for the folks out there some uh, yeah. some some generally fun loose and sometimes a little tighter associations mm. so you know <laughs> it goes all <laughs> over the place i'm glad to have got with you though I, i've been wanting to you know, get with you and, and also to get with Dan uh, and kind of dive into the box saga. It's, it's an epic kind of undertaking. I'm really glad that, uh, you know, got, you guys have gone out there and, and done some legwork on that and, and got, you know, roots of creation going and everything. Mm. I thought yeah. that was a, you know, really an ambitious <laughs> kind, yeah. kind of task. And it is. Yeah. It's too, it's sure. too much. It's way too ambitious. <laughs> right like on. half the That's time. That's how I feel about Lord it. of the Rings. I'm like, wow. It's like, where do you even, where do you and, even start? You know, there's it's a little more politically charged though when you're dealing with like an actual supposed history, right? Like, true. You know, but it, as it we were saying before a, we were recording, right? I mean, the correlations to Lord of the Rings, like you and me, could do our own little thing right now about Lord of the Rings <laughs> and Box Saga, just because th- there's there's a lot there, absolutely. in many different forms, you know. But well, it's it's crazy, and you know, all of these kind of backstories. Uh, the interesting thing I kind of noticed today when. You know, I wanted to get with you and kind of speak about, like, what is the deal? Like, it, the, the first thought was uh, in my mind, what's the deal with Switzerland? You what know what I mean? Deal? Like, what is the deal? What's the deal with those guys? You know what I mean? Like, no, they're the like neutrality, neutral, the neutrality, right? The the banking, uh, you know, kind of atmosphere that they embody. You know, they have three separate cities. Oh um, yeah, each one is a banking center for a different group of countries, right? right? So they're kind of like this hub in the very center here, um, and then like looking in, into like the relation, the relationship that they kind of have with 
the outlying areas like the Danes and the Finnish, you know, and kind of this, this whole area kind of like coexists um, relatively peacefully. There's a lot of, you know, tales in the history of, of the, the Swedish and the Swiss and the Finnish about a lot of these wars, but they seem to come out of all of these, these wars and like the, from probably the 1400s, you know, onto uh, just over a hundred years ago, just about a hundred years ago, they come out on top of all these things, all mm-hmm. these banker families, you know, just like really, really, they just cash in and then just go back and lie low in the Alps. Right. Like they're just like duck back into this little abode. And it's like, what is going on there? How is that right. possible? Right. Everything else has been ravaged. Every other, you know, person, people's history has been rewit- rewritten, but you still have like in, in these, I don't know, uh, Nordic kind of areas, you still have the, the ancient tales that are still, you know, all there, right? You still have, a, for lack of a better kind of phrase, you have like religion. And it's interesting is like the amount of paganism that still exists in that part of the world. Although everything that we're told about the, the, Swedish, the Swedish and the Swiss and all of these other groups is kind of, centered around like the crusades and christianity in a weird way and right um but they call themselves christians but they're also super about usury right because they're all bankers and lenders and stuff <laughs> so it's like all right what's what's really going on over here and uh you know the the main thing that kind of caught my mind in thinking about that uh well first of all these are the whitest people there are right I mean, like, <laughs> yes they, these are the shiny really are. ones these are the sh- <laughs> yes these are the <laughs> whitest people that there are on the planet hmm. and uh you know if being in the sun you know enough causes your genealogy to shift to where you darken i would imagine the opposite would be the same hmm. you know that you would if you spent a lot of time out of the sun per se uh you would maybe do the opposite and get whiter right so that's kind of been my line of thinking on that is uh if indeed it is an environmental thing that causes this you know um melanin uh situation uh you know maybe that's that's a part of it so that kind of in a weird roundabout way on top of other things leads me back to the box saga because there's <laughs> a period of time that that these people uh spend underground you know uh in uh, what you were just kind of talking about in this cavern Leninkainen. Yep. Uh, they're just now starting to explore this and, and kind of dig it out. Is that correct? Yeah. It's about, it's a few hundred miles away from, from uh, Helsinki um, where the box saga kind of centers, you know, but um, they, so it's like, it's the hell hole, right? <laughs> so what's interesting is that, so this is also a Swedish story too, because this is, this is a story about when the Catholic church was, was just dominating all of Scandinavia and supposedly according to those closest to the box saga and Eeyore himself has passed this along that um, when they, the Catholic church ended up in Udenma, Helsinki, and um, they were there to destroy everything. So the Bach family knowing that they were on their way, left and like they had this whole plan to get all of their treasures and all their memorabilia and their memories and their history the fuck out of dodge and buried in their temple this lemon kind of temple um 
where it remains buried till this day, you know, but they've been excavating it for about 20 years now, probably more. And uh, from what, from what I'm hearing boots on the ground wise over there, uh, it's like very possible that they might be finding something or not finding something this summer, or maybe by the end of this summer. So who knows, but yeah, this Lemminkainen character um, is a character that, has that pops up in a number of different areas of Finland. And that's why this one man, I can't remember his name, but in the 1700s, he went around to all the different areas of Finland, collecting all the folk stories. And he would put the common denominators together into this beautiful thing called the Vinamon in mythology and Lemminkainen being the center focus, this uh, figure and the box saga has an entire story about this Lemminkainen and what it meant and all that. So it's, it's very interesting how it directly connects right into their history. Um, but it's also from what I've also heard from people over there, that it's more taboo to talk about over there than it is over here. You know, That's it's like, crazy. it's, and I've noticed that also in like pop culture, Scandinavian TV shows and things like that. Uh, the, the typical outlook of folklore over there is the same way as as typical americans look at it i would just say that that's because most of them have been westernized in a way you know right. just so, by the so way of the world that, they're taught that it's like oh that's just a that's just a falsity yeah. that's just a story you know kids but just story, like us you know. we involve so many rituals from back then without even knowing it even if we're claiming not to believe in things you know I, you know we're not right. christians or we're not this we're not that but we carry on so many movements and daily things and words uh, so many things from these old traditions that root back in these religions and stuff so right and and we swear that they're nothing like you know these these savage peoples of the past and the barbars right yeah. them barbarians man it's it's wild and so i mean i just kind of like went on this weird little dive into into switzerland because it yeah. struck me as very strange that it's in the center of everything um can get away with you know hoarding the nazi money uh you know during world war ii still hasn't <laughs> you know yeah, it's, nothing it's has the... come about that and it's like no. so so what's going on like this is a weird neutral kind of place you know swiss bank accounts you open a swiss bank account you know no tax uh, so, so I mean, it's it's been for a very long time a tax haven and a place where the wealthy can get wealthier, and uh, it, it's just it's so strange. And so, you know, you start looking into something like this, and, and it's like, where do you even begin? Um, mm -hmm. The first thing that I thought about when I thought Swiss, and and look at the Swiss flag, you have this white cross and a red background. So, you know, it it kind of leans towards like Templar, right? Right. Um, but what's also kind of interesting about those colors is. Uh, that's a big portion of the color in the you know british flag and and many flags over there but uh, in the british you have the white and red and you know there's symbolism behind these these this red or this white um and, and different things but so in looking at that templar cross and and then realizing well hey in the vatican they have the swiss guard you know mm, and it's it's yeah. a swiss armed force and it's very strange you know they dress very old world um very flag uh flamboyantly maybe you can call it a yeah. renaissance kind of appearance and uh you know these these people supposedly are just like the best in hand-to-hand -hand combat right but they mm -hmm. defend this entire city uh the vatican or this entire city state right um supposedly they're defending it 
Um, who knows how old the agreement is that was made there. But um, anyway, so I'm looking at Swiss Guard. I'm looking at, all right, Templar Knights, all this other stuff. And you, you get into the Templar and these people essentially kind of, you know, were, were the ones behind the Crusades, right? Right. Uh, to a certain extent, you know, these were the people supposedly defending the like the merchant class as they kind of moved funds and or goods you know in and out of the holy land you know Mm -hmm. wherever that was if it was actually in the middle east or not you know we'll never know (laughs) i I don't know man i think it's all coming up but i could just i I certainly hope so and i definitely (laughs) am hoping for that it seems like piece by piece we're kind of gaining some understanding as to what really happened but like the overall gist of it uh, you know, for the last probably f- close to 500 years has been these uh, these pockets of war and like assertment. And, you know, each what we now know as a country kind of has its own history based on when it was last kind of taken over, you know, like that's when oh, yeah, you know, Italy becomes a state or Spain, you know, it's only like three or four different like reigns ago, you know, um, and there's like always this weird association of players behind the scenes funding all this stuff, funding it, you know, protecting the merchants and who were the merchant class, but these people were, were the bankers, you know, these people were the lenders, these people were, you know, the ones exploiting everybody else, basically. So you have a lot of this going on. Um, And, you know, a lot of people will look at the Vatican, right. And they'll say, okay, you've got the Vatican is like the spiritual center of this Roman empire, Holy Roman empire. And then they will always refer to like London. You've got London as the financial center. And, you know, frankly, I kind of beg to differ on that one in looking at Switzerland and seeing what's going on over there, the um, small interests of, of the Swiss that have their hands in everything around the world, all these different wars, you know, they're lending money to all these different sides. And I was thinking about that too. Yeah, go ahead. It's so it's just so nuts. And it's like, all right, what's the dynamic? What am I missing here? And, you know, after looking at it, I'm going, well, all right, Templars, you know, we've got, uh, and then I find a, a, a painting, an old painting of the Knights Templar pa- playing chess. And mm. so you've got the two Knights Templar and there's two different colored columns on either side of this checkered chess board, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm seeing a lot of this stuff and I'm going, wow. Uh, you know, one of the guys has one of his hands hidden in this painting. So it's like, it's got all the earmarks, you know what I mean? It's got all the things that will draw a conspiracy theorist or a cult, you know, studying person's attention. So I'm oh, like, yeah. okay. So, you know, behind the scenes, I'd imagine, you know, uh, that we have these like secret, you know, organizations and groups of people kind of helping to pull the strings from, you know, a step further back. Oh, yeah. So, so, you know, you see like all this stuff and, a lot of people want to look at like, all right, the queen of England is the evil lizard lady, right? Like yeah, of course. she's the, right. the ruler. She's the hive mind queen. And it's mm. like, man, I, I don't know. I think everything that we're seeing actually happen, you know, that we're allowed to see is all facade. It's all bogus, you know? Um, yeah. But like you start following agree. the money <laughs> and that like, that's what I kind of started doing, looking into these different rulers and these different kind of uh the dutch the duchy you know and Mm. and all these different people um and how many times that has changed in the last five or six hundred years um flipped over and been called a different type of government but had like the cousin of the guy next door who's been running a dictatorship you know so a lot of the same stuff as we see today like with canada and 
you know, mini Castro up there. And, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we see all this kind of weird stuff and it's like, like, I, I just always was kind of curious, where did this financial kind of paradigm come from? Like, was it a really organic kind of thing or, or did it just kind of pop up out of nowhere? And, you know, once you start hearing box saga about how they spent some time underground and essentially like reemerged, and, mm-hmm. you know, if I was stuck underground for an extended period of time and reemerged with my people, I'd be kind of hellbent on destruction too, right? Maybe that's where the term hellbent comes from. Maybe they were in, <laughs> Ooh, in hell and it turned into Helsinki. So, so well, they, I would say when they, um, yeah, when they, when they were let free, if you would, if you will, um, it was because of the, the ice melting or the ice moving. So it was that it was mainly that they were just cut off from everybody else. They had those caverns, but I I'll say this when I was on some shows early on or talking with Dan early on, I think I got things a little misconstrued and thought they were always underground, but I think it's more that the, the imagery is that they were stuck within this place this paradise this original place because and the only reason why they weren't dead like the rest of the the northern hemisphere during that ice age was because of the gulf stream and the volcanic activity that was in that region anyway or something like that that, like a combination of those two so there is caverns but not as i was thinking of it and i also thought that that's where the blue eyes came from because we see so many movies about people just losing their their eyesight when being underground for so long and i was associating it in a totally incorrect way because the blue eyes the blonde hair the the white skin uh, it comes from the climate that they were in and like but well, yeah um, that, that makes sense and, and just the, the and kind cut of, off in the north i, I guess if you were underground like totally underground oh see here's where my thought on the underground thing was like okay let's say for a while there's cataclysm which we, we see evidence of it all, all around the oh, world yeah. right of, of a monumental kind of thing that happened yeah. so this may very well force people to live in a kind of semi-underground state right um learning to do things like cultivate for themselves um, and, you know, if they were, maybe this is out on a limb, but if they were uh, understanding thermal energy, if they were understanding, you know, different underground aquifers and a lot of things that are available in that kind of a, a region, um, you know, you, you have the, the geothermal heat, maybe you could harness for electricity. And, um, you know, all of the technology we have didn't just come from aliens. It didn't come from nowhere. People need to understand that there's a vast history behind all of these things. And, yeah. you know, we're just not told all, all of it doesn't mean it doesn't exist and, and just dropped out of nowhere from the sky. No, it means they've had these schematics and plans and been working on them for extended periods of time. And look at how many complex things are going on in your car. You, right. you know what I mean? Uh, and you want to say that, OK, basically, the history is uh, just before Henry Ford is when the car was invented. Most people think that, you know, most people mm. believe that they don't know that there's a hundred different components built into that car. Each one has, you know, a series of inventors and tinkerers, you know? Um, And so my thought was, all right, if you're spending a significant amount of time, essentially unable to go anywhere, um, you either go crazy, uh, first of all, or, you know, you gain uh, insight on the things that you do have to do and, and say you are underground tinkering and this kind (laughs) of, you know, after (laughs) looking into Lord of the Rings and stuff like this, I I mean, I, I see, parts of humanity and these archetypes of dwarves and 
uh, kind of like we we're we we're talking about you know yesterday we got together and had that that round table on lord mm -hmm. of the rings so you see these kind of archetypes of humanity in these characters yes and uh you know um basically for lack of a better way to put it white people are, are just as you know ingenious as indian or anybody else so you mm -hmm. leave them alone for long enough um, oh yeah give them give them something to do and the means to do it i.e maybe uh, you could call it free energy if they're gaining it geothermally mm -hmm. um, you know if there's uh, anything that we we kind of are understanding it's that our, our technology the technology of the ancients and things like this is kind of vastly understated um, they're just yeah. now coming out and saying the pyramids are essentially power stations finally over the last you know 20 years people have been postulating this with pretty valid evidence you know going in taking readings that and now they're validating it uh well validating it through their alternative channels like gaia and things like this okay so fair they, enough yeah they put things behind a paywall so that people you know will essentially not believe it uh and if they do they've already paid for it so <laughs> you know what i mean um right but, it's a great you know, way to put it out there not lie because they know they'll get caught in eventually or, or the people so. just the people that watch that are crazy dude you know what I mean? right yeah of course <laughs> so, yeah it's so easy you know it's these so are easy jones type lovers you know and blah 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 so i wonder yeah. why that is i mean this is a total sidetrack but why is it that that's such a primal thing right there that it's it's so easy to turn the turn a world that is separated by a few thousand years uh into a total gag you know well, that's so fascinating that we can look at our ancient history and find out the real what we you know what's really going on finally putting it all putting all the pieces together slowly now not even so slowly anymore and the general public will still kind of looks at it like a, it's a gag like i can talk to anyone in this community about this ancient tech on some level and everyone just mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. it's a normal <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean but if i i and if that's the beginning of my thought that's great because you guys are already there but I can't, if I have some crazy thought and I want to tell my father about it or something, I can't start with, well, you know how the, the pyramids are, are power stations. He's going to be like, I'm done. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, no doubt. I'm going to go watch Prometheus Entertainment. And exactly. Them, right. right? Yeah. You know? and, yeah, but that's another way to manipulate, you know, it's well, just, it is. And it's, it's man, it's crazy, dude. Um, I, I had a, a crazy weird tangent thought about that whole Sweet. alien side of things too, but uh, good. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We'll we'll kind of chew into that right now, and then please we'll go, do. We'll get into some, you know, flag symbolism. Everybody loves a good. Yes, you know, I love the flag uh, shit. Evil, evil symbolism within flags and what it right. all ties to and how. It but the alien back. shit's important too because it, that's why I always want to talk about box saga. Dude, I love I love the alien thing. I had an experience, you know, with UAPs or whatever. That was incredibly interesting. I'm I not have sold as well. That they're, I'm not sold that they're little gray men in the, you know, in these nope. light orbs at all. Dude, I um, had, so I can't remember who said it, but it was someone within the Twitter sphere of UFO, UAP Twitter. And uh, they said like the best thing to do is to like, to look up, I'm paraphrasing, to look up and see something and say, I wonder how we could do that rather than it must be from another planet. 
You know what I mean? And I'm not right. discrediting. I'm, I'm part of, I'm, I love the little green men and all that shit, but oh, absolutely. I love the physical <laughs> I'm all for it. Uh, Always have know, representation of something that we don't understand for sure. Absolutely. You, you have to, you know, humans have done this through the ages, right? Yeah, personified things. They don't understand yes. things as simple as the sun, right? It gets its own deity and its own personality and all of these other things. Uh, and you know, depending on what you see the, the sun outside going through, you might write a different story. So, <laughs> you know, so I'm, you know, I'm with the astro theology side of a lot of these ancient texts and these old, you know, scriptures. I'm with that, mm -hmm. but the, you got to realize there's been people manipulating these canons for so long. And these are the same people that as we'll, we'll kind of go into a little bit with the flag situation of, of Switzerland is kind of strange. Um, these are the same sun worshiping kind of, you know, uh, priests of the temple, you know, kind of community that was essentially ruling what we now call Egypt, um, you mm -hmm. know, leading oh, yes. with, with religion and with superior technology and things like this. And um, so these are the same people. And, and I found it very interesting to start looking into like the Swiss flags uh, of, of the different areas. Uh, they're called um, cantons. Right. Yes. Uh, that's just a, a small sub region within, you know, Switzerland. So you have uh, these cantons and they all have different flags, which kind of suggests, you know, different families, maybe different crests. Um, but one of them uh, is a place called Graubunden, which means coming from the greys or, or uh, bound by the greys. <laughs> so i uh, you know you start thinking wow aliens right and then like i got this crazy thought that was like okay well aliens are, are probably you know beneath our feet in these underground bases and then i'm thinking like well dude what if what if these people that spent all this time underground they they didn't ever come up dude what if they're just down there extending their under realm uh, you know like through all these dumbs and all this other kind of uh, network of tunnels and maglev trains and all this stuff that's like like breakaway civilization, but like, what if this is the original civilization or like, you know, parts of humanity kind of came up out of there, you know, out of wherever there was mm -hmm. <laughs> underground, uh, higher in, in latitude, uh, what have you, but kind of came yeah, out of there. And, and these people back then were uh, just like today, we're working with these grays or we're bound by them. Maybe they have given us technology long, long ago. Right. Mm -hmm. And we've already got it down. Like we are like the weird stuff that we see going on. They just <laughs> lay low down there, you know, and like people pitch tales about it. And, uh, you know, maybe occasionally one of their, their, uh, their grays kind of comes up and, you know, goes and flies around, even though he's not supposed to get shot down. And so they're like, oh, that, you know, that Gary, I can't believe he went up there and got shot down Fucking and exposed Gary. us all. Fucking Gary, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there's like uh, that whole thing, uh, you know, that's plus Elon Musk, man. I mean, he's he's going to turn turn fucking tunnels into like t highways and shit like that. And, and I'm telling you, I've been telling people this for a year. Mars is going to be a I'll, I'll tell you right now where these people are going to find themselves a underwater. <laughs> like in in a in a you know uh, a habitat right uh, in the ocean somewhere or underground in a habitat somewhere with either no windows because oh we can't have glass windows because you know the the differential in atmosphere or whatever <laughs> the situation is or these smart windows that the resolution is so good you swear you're looking outside at a dead des desert planet mm. you know what i mean uh but they're gonna just you know 
totally, you know, fill up their reserves of, of humanity. Uh, that's just to say that possibly this whole doom and gloom scenario that people have been on about for the last several hundred years that maybe only happened a few hundred years ago happens again, you know, mm -hmm. relatively soon. And they know about this and are expanding their underground kind of situation. And now they're like, all right, it's about time. We got to get all these people ready to go to Mars again. Right. You know what I mean? Like we got to convince them all. It's we got to get the Mars. You know, <laughs> you know? I've been curious about that. I'm wondering if like just to play hypothetically with flat earth, because I, I don't necessarily buy flat earth in, or anything, but like, I like to play with these ideas and I, I'd be more, apt to say that maybe mars and inward weren't like they weren't fake like they were real objects possible i don't know it's not that doesn't fit flat well, earth of course well though. no it was crazy close. about but i'm thinking that like is... objects in our so picture the earth as a flat plane that stretches out as flat earthers say we have no idea because we were trapped in this ice wall and all that and Outside of that, maybe you can literally travel so far that those distant, ob like an object like Mars, is like close enough to right. like. It is see. like, it's like oh, right it's another, or something, right? It's another like giant it. chunk of rock, like the same way that flat earthers will say, you know, we're not necessarily against the idea of like asteroids and stuff because who knows how big this dome possibly could be. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm, dude, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm with all, like all of it, the flat earth, not so much the spherical of a certain size earth, because, you know, that's, mm. that's a little bit kind of easy to debunk when they encode, you know, all the satanic symbolism and the mathematics and everything else. Well, so, I mean, that's a little bit, a little bit rough. Uh, well, well, you know, what's you know, also interesting the, there, dude, is that like we say satanic symbolism, quote unquote, but satanic it's just, symbolism, it's just but materialistic symbolism. It's it all is based and that on word carbon. too. That and, word Satan is not even what we interpret it now. It's oh, not no, even it's not. as like the Babylonians for all the, for all the laymen out there, you know, that, uh, that see this stuff, it's satanic or Luciferian. And it's all the same to most people. It, it right, really is. Absolutely. So I, I tend to lump it in with, you know, the common understanding, unfortunately. It I totally get that. doesn't yeah. make it any better. But um, so, so yeah, so you have that material coding in 666. And so it's just a representation of the physical, you know. Um, it is. Yes. And, and that's all it is. And and the that's dense, cool. The low vibration. Well, you know, this world is, is a certain vibration, this realm. Um, I'm kind of of the mind that it's a lot more complicated than flat around i think shape yeah. is a stupid thing to even try to call uh <laughs> reality because it's like that immense and unbelievable you know um then you have like the double slit experiment yeah we're behind where, part of this too you so know what i like, mean Ooh. yeah so if you're observing something making it real at the same time and you also are everything <laughs> at the same time <laughs> that's like, a conundrum it's, there's, there's so much more to it that it's like you can't so simplify it to put it in a little monkey brain you know what i mean and that's exactly yeah. what we've done we've personified every freaking force that we know um it all has a, a god a person named after it and a planet in the sky mm -hmm. um you know but you zoom in on these planets and they're just bright lights to your camera from that the perspective. gas the gas giants anyway but i'm i'm kind of with the uh the idea of this kind of uh i don't know dome or or whatever this this layering situation that's happening apparently above us is like we can't shoot stuff straight up or it splashes it does this weird thing when it when it hits Nukes, whatever yeah. up there whether it's space or not but like 
does this weird thing. We were trying to blow it up in the fifties, you know? So it's like, what were we doing up there just for fun, blowing up the atmosphere? Like that doesn't seem like, unless you're trying to get something done, you know, like say you're the cabal trying to bring on another flood. Would you try to knock down this thing that's up there? Who knows what they were doing? (laughs) Um, You know, it's been all bad for so many hundreds of years. And part of it is based on situations like have happened in, in Switzerland, dude. And like Mm. how these people have, come together in in one place to kind of build up the clout of this area, you know, and build up people's patience and tolerance with their shady dealings and stuff like, dude, they've been at work on this for better part of probably seven or 800 years. Um, You know, so this is like a slow go, all these small revolutions, wars around the world. um, You know, a lot of people attribute Napoleon to being kind of this, this bad character you know, that was going and kind of decimating things. Um, But then there are some that believe that Napoleon was the one trying to root all these people out. Um, Mm -hmm. But then a couple of them ended up, you know, these, these bankers, this merchant class, these Swiss and Swiss and Swedish, they got to know him, they got buddy, buddy with him. And, you know, somewhere along the line, like the French kind of revolution kind of turns around and starts doing something different based on our history. Just, it kind of, everything shifts in a really weird way that screams manipulation. You know what I mean? When you start seeing things trend to the right and then it just takes a beeline back the other way um, or, you know, a King steps in that supposedly has this best interest in mind uh, all the while, you know, his cohorts are of the old group, (laughs) you know? So there's a lot of this kind of juggling around of names of people, of situations. And what you wind up with is, you know, the the Switzerland of today with all of these flags, these different areas and different flags. And essentially, the the old Swiss setup was the old Swiss Confederacy. Um, you know, that that language is interesting, you know, first of all, but uh, uh, this was formed in the 14th century um, and uh, it enjoyed imperial immediacy. In the Holy Roman Empire, what exactly that means, I have not looked into. It's pretty interesting. Uh, Could have to do with that. Apparently, it's, apparently, it's a privileged constitutional and political status r- rooted in German feudal law, under which imperial estates of the Holy Roman Empire, such as imperial cities, prince bishoprics, and secular principalities, and individuals such as imperial knights, were declared essentially free from, you know. Uh, the the issues whatever the church was pushing you know the taxes and things like this so so they were you know allowed to kind of carry on without any tax from the church um this is why you know when you look at the swiss flag and you see that templar cross why would the church you know you know harm these guys they're the ones that rallied up everybody to go around the world and loot and pillage and you know destroy whatever this old world was and you know, a lot of people uh, right now are thinking the old world was like decimated in one fell sloop in the 1800s. And yeah. no, that definitely was not the case. This has been going on since back, you know, before, you know, a lot of these places were even countries back before the Swiss were the Swiss back before they were even this old Swiss Confederacy. You know, um, this Confederacy is a product of these people. And you look at the names behind this. Um the Confederation of Eight Cantons was uh, politically and militarily successful for more than a century, culminating in the Burgundy Wars of the 1470s. And 
there's this in this environment you have france you have the habsburgs you have you look at the habsburg flag it's the double-headed eagle right mm -hmm. um so that's interesting you know you have france the fleur-de-lis you know which has its own symbolism oh yeah um a little after that we have the swabian war which is interesting you know you go down to antarctica we have new swabian land down there uh and so this is all the same people man <laughs> like these are yeah. you know the all the same people flexing their their muscles and you know it's it's mostly outlined in history that that a lot of these places are kind of at odds with this holy roman empire but I, I definitely, you know, don't think that that was the case. I don't th think that they were at odds with this Holy Roman Empire at all. But like you start looking into where did the Holy Roman Empire come from? Yeah. And that's very curious. Yeah. And, and that was a whole that's a whole nother <laughs> rabbit hole for another day because it's it's crazy. Um, I mean, but like Switzerland and the relationship with Germany and Sweden and all of these you know areas up in this in this in finland in this this northern area that you know if you look at the box saga as maybe a piece of it you're going well if what if they these people were kind of segregated for a little bit right and you know and then yeah you know suddenly they have a path out or they create their own path you know what i mean out and maybe cause something to happen or you know that that's the the thinking of a of a theorist you know, it's to mm. theorize, right? So we theorize yeah. <laughs> and, we oh, go, yeah. and we go, well, what if something happened or what if they created a technology and their solace over there, <laughs> you know? And well, I do think that's a part of it. I mean, down the road, uh, because Atlantis falls, no matter what story you hear, no matter what account we, we unearth. Well, and, man, and, and it's just like kind of oddly jumping back to the Swiss when we bring up mm. Atlantis, it's crazy. In Atlantis, you have the beginnings of what later supposedly became the egyptian empire or right. you know the land of of kemet um the black land right um yeah which you know has there's a lot of rabbit holes you can go down with that um, right saga so... <laughs> as well because saga uh, i've heard it claimed that kemet actually can be traced back to meaning bach which wow. meant goat <laughs> wow and so <laughs> so Nuts, i knew there was right? a reason why why i was getting into this man and, uh, and think about think about this real quick real quick that the connotation of it meaning the black land has been at least used it may not be correct or entirely correct but it it's been used by um people trying to reclaim the the blackness of the old kings the old lineage of egypt rightfully so they were definitely dark people um and it's it was you know robbed of them by white colonists but unfortunately there's this other interpretation that might lead back to the goat which leads to the box which leads to a bunch of white people right right so it's like and, a dividing and it's it's yeah it's wild dude definitely definitely it's the polarity of this realm i mean it's it's so incredibly masterful you know mm. for a long time and a lot of people are still very kind of upset about the duality of this world and the polarity of it but you really yes. have to like deep down and ask yourself if it was any other way, you really think you'd be having any fun? Uh, you know, you really think that you'd have a whole lot to dwell on, think about, ponder in the middle of the night, never be bored a moment. You know, a lot of these things that I find beautiful about life didn't always, you know, I'm not going to lie. I didn't always, right. you know, find a lot of this stuff appealing uh, to my mind hole, uh, but I do now. <laughs> and, 
you know, uh, it seems to me that a lot of this kind of chaos is, is put here for us to grow. Um, you know, whether we want to or not at the moment is a different story. But so going back to that, that phrase Bach or, or that's the term Bach and the, the Kemet uh, meaning, you know, the black, but it can also be, be uh, associated with, uh, you know, the, the Bach, which is a male goat. Right. Um, and you go back to Switzerland, you start looking at these cantons and their, their, their flags. Um, one of them, uh, let me see if I can remember. Well, I can't pull it up right now. I don't remember what the. Uh, what for the those listening, for we apologize. For those listening, we, we've this got is a, a great visual. This episode, is, so. uh, I mean, look up uh, Swiss, Swiss Canton flags and you will see a flag that has, uh, of course, you know, <laughs> talking about a Bach. We have a Bach on this flag. You know, mouth open, tongue hanging Ooh, out, yeah. laying hanging out, everything like fully with the, the male gusto, right? Like just yes. putting it out there, pow. Very Aries. <laughs> so, so yes, you have this Aries aspect. You also have this Bach type of aspect. So mm. that's interesting in itself. Man, you start going. Uh, how do I get rid of this thing? Hold on a second. <laughs> I got to move this. I'm I'm not a very avid screen share, folks. Sorry I'm not either. That. I'm terrible <laughs> with it. I don't know what to do. That's okay, why I'm like on horns Canton, up. This is this is the Canton of Graubunden, the one I was talking about earlier. That's bound by grays. So that's kind of wild, dude. You know, tie that to the box saga history of being isolated and or underground. Very interesting. And then you mm. go into some more of these these flags of this area. Another thing that we wind up with is the ram's horn on a shield being carried by a basilisk which uh you know is is some people might say demonic or evil right or but i see this as related to this serpent that oh, we absolutely. that we see you know coined all around the world right supposedly even in south america this this feathered serpent this plumed you know serpent man comes and right. teaches them all of these these things this this light complected god figure um you know quetzalcoatl right was supposedly this kind of serpent god this feathered right. serpent so you have it's, like this symbolism like everywhere and then you also have the constellation of draco right so you have all of these kind of like like very fractal woven in layers of of everything and you can almost look anywhere in the world look at their flags like pick a small you know grouping go to google earth plot a circle with your eyes and just go right there, search up the flags in that area. You're going to find a lot of the same thing oh, over yeah. and over again, the same symbolism. The And it's alchemy too. You know, this serpent, it's always bird and snake, you know, this yeah, basilisk yeah, is a great example of that. Exactly, dude. Exactly. It's always the, you know, at, well, at least at one time in the past, the bird and the snake were combined. Right. Right. And, and you come like into you know, current time, based on the symbolism in like some of the newer countries flags, you have this kind of a deviation, this split, you know, the, the dragon is, is separate from the eagle and, you know, the serpents at war with the hawk, right. And the Mexican right. flag. So, yes. so, I mean, they show us all the same symbols. They kind of infer different things going on, but, you know, in reality, I do feel it's part of just one mass kind of over 
thing. <laughs> for, it's weird. How, like, it's it's yeah, so can, crazy, dude. I, I don't simple... even know. I can't pretend to like, you know, be hella informed on any of this because it's so confusing the way well, this is just the beginning, man. Like we gotta we gotta dredge up all the different examples and and keep what sticks and throw out what doesn't fit you know it's a process it's wild and you yeah. know some will have uh you know the dog like one of them's uh uh you know a dog a wolf on a shield right mm -hmm. um another one is a bear another one still is like so we have all these different constellations that are pretty much visible from the north you know for the most part Right. We've got those those on all, a lot of these flags. So we have this as above, so below, very similar to, you know, kind of Egyptian thing going on, um, you know, where they had different different gods or different figures representing different constellations, different places set up like different, comp, you know, uh, the like different, uh, whatever you call it, constellations, compilations, all the same <laughs> shit. So anyway, uh, yeah, you've got another one and this one caught my eye because um you know i've been looking into this mud flood event and uh you know what could have caused it and so on and so forth and one of the theories is the fascist is a symbol a bundle of rods wrapped around an axe and um there's a theory that this is a symbol for a weapon that these people lord over us and uh you know is causing these crazy events could it be harp possibly right like you know you start looking into oh, what's man, what's capable uh, this looks but, like I mean, divide and conquer. It's a shield and an axe. Oh no, this is this is a bundle of 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 rods tied to an axe. So it's uh, it's interesting the symbolism behind the fascists. It's like all together we're you know unbreakable. Okay. Uh, okay. But I think that you know in certain circles there's a more sinister kind of feel to this because it looks like like a, ga a Gauss rifle or, you know, like an electromagnetic weapon of some kind. Oh. And like that they're inferring that, that they're the holders of this kind of this power, you know? So, so that's a whole nother kind of crazy rabbit hole, but like these flags dude, and you start looking and you see all the different, uh, you know, celestial kind of symbolism. And that mm -hmm. just reminds me a lot of, of Egypt and what we're told about, you know, like the, man just the past even before that going back to atlantis these were like master astronomers or right. astrologers and astronomers right like these were were the supposedly you know the one community that basically everything broke out of after this massive cataclysm and kind of spread out all over the place um and you know that may very well be be true that there was a kind of massive civilization at one point and has since you know fell to ruins and or reestablished itself as all of these other places like all of these other places but um another interesting kind of weird tie is uh one of the mottos for for one of these areas in switzerland is post tenebra lux which means after darkness i hope for light and, you know, I kept thinking maybe, you know, as an error, I've been thinking underground, right? Um, you know, so these phrases are making sense in that kind of context. And, uh, yeah, so so I'm just kind of like, damn, like wrapping my head around all this stuff and, and seeing the same symbolism that we see in, you know, flags all the way to this day. Um, 
and you know people swear that there's like this kind of war going on between these different factions you know between the luciferians and the satanists and between the you know um rothschilds and like you know the russians and Mm -hmm. you know but but then like behind all of that stuff you have you know even behind the bilderberg group like way behind and things we don't even comprehend or see there's still an element of control that like we're not grasping that's kind of you know dictating what everyone's next move is because i don't know maybe i have a little faith in humanity but i don't see <laughs> i don't see the orchestration happening between these people you know at least that we're sh- Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, yeah, I think they're the puppets. So we just see the behavior of puppets. That's all we see ever, 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 ever. And, and we yeah, look it at it as I wasn't consequences and it's that, not, it's you know? not the, uh, it's, I would say it's like the further in you go, the less control is in humanity's hands. And I'm not saying that means aliens or reptilians. I think it means natural flow of things and that's just my theory right now it's just a working idea but that well, and even it's if kind it of is, like that idea it is other well, humans right um if it's other humans then you know clearly these are humans with a vastly superior <laughs> cognitive ability to and, and possibly lifespan to be able to play this stuff out either that or extreme patience you know to play this stuff out over in most cases a, a small assertment like like we have done in Iraq takes 30 to 40 years. That's half of somebody's life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they've done this over and over and over again everywhere. So that's what I was going with that. I was thinking the, the I'm not saying that people aren't, uh, you know, controllers per se, but it's almost as if because they're aware of the way things are and the way things go, they could take advantage of that and they can play their hands better and they do keep all that secret. But I, I, 
that's that's yeah, kind of just it shows like. it shows a broader perspective whether it's collectively yeah. or not you know what i mean and and that's kind of like the the crazy debate that comes up in in our community is like okay is it like overlord playing puppet strings or is it yeah. is it just the knowledge that's allowing you know what i mean this this kind of shifting to happen over over like generations right all of history to be essentially erased and rewritten within like a few hundred years. Like that takes patience and planning yes. and, and like conveying that to the next person down the line effectively when most of us don't work well together, you know, most of us are, are so busy fighting each other and at odds <sighs> and everything that, that we don't even notice this crazy neutral state over, you know what I mean? In the Alps that has just cashed in on everything for the last like 500 years you know they're mm. templar stronghold right blah 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 so i mean in the money non-stop and like not once has anybody of relevance thought to go well hey what's up with those guys what's what's going on over there and and if you do what probably happens if you're powerful enough and you do kind of say hey man no i'm gonna blow the whistle on you they just buy you out They've right, got yeah. everything. You know what I mean? Like you could buy anybody. You can buy me out. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. And, you know what I mean? And it's the price so, is really right. You know, it's <laughs> so weird too that like, it's like you can point your finger at, at these, like you were saying, like you can point your finger to these faces, these puppets, and there's always, you know, more layers behind, you know, more curtains behind the curtains. Right. <laughs> and it's like, I guess where I'm going with the, the idea of like natural forces is like, you know, on our level of things, all these humans are doing these nefarious things. And for us with the eyes to see, we can kind of see this pattern everywhere yet. The closer we get to it, whether it's just media blocking it or, you know, it turns out to not be the Rothschilds necessary or whatever. It's like, right. We, yeah, we can, we can never away, necessarily like... point to what it really is. But then if you get the chance to like zoom out in some crazy experience or something, you kind of see that whether it's actually on an individual basis, a family basis, a legacy basis all the time, or if it, somehow if you get close to it and it just turns out to be random sometimes and it's yeah, you it's can't very, like very you can't point it man. yet it's you get wild. way out there when you when you uh expand out suddenly it paints that picture it paints a picture with a personality with that human behavior controlling everything yes. and it's like well how the fuck is this happening when it's not happening but well, it is I, happening I think but it's the, not that's happening. why people need the idea of of manipulation by literal physical outside sources right. people need this because they're not and it's it's unfortunate because they're they're just not able to step back and and also i mean you know look into themselves and recognize these patterns they're seeing outside of themselves Absolutely. as things that that have happened to them in a different fashion you know, um, that's something I really, really like, dude, I love about this community is that A, everyone's open-minded and B, people have a sense of perspective that is generally a little panned back. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. How does this work with that? Um, we all have spent so much time growing up being drilled about the specifics. One plus one equals two, um, you know, uh, princess diana died in a car crash in a tunnel on an accident right like oh we're right. drilled all this stuff and we know all of this stuff and like unless you take a moment to just throw everything out the window and kind of start over and go 
well, or just shatter everything on the floor and start picking out the pieces that make sense to you based on your, you know, reactions in the past, based on your honest self-reflections, right? Like, cause we've all been a little Rothschildy at a moment, you know, yeah, we, oh, we, absolutely. we've all been, you know what I mean? We've all it's been, us. Uh, we've all been a little bit, you know, Fidel Castro at some time. Like, I don't even know what the man was like. I'm just saying we've all been that we've all been all these characters, dude. I've been a little sleepy Joe, you know, at the wheel sometimes, <laughs> right? Like, let's, let's be honest. The, the conspiracy I've, I've been a little Hunter any, Biden or, even. Why yeah. not? Maybe, maybe not to the extent that guy pushed it. But, no, but you know yeah. what I mean? We, we've all got these fractal essences of these different folks. And then like on a much grander scale, these, these archetypes kind of flow together into these like secret societies and things, right? And they all get together and they're like, nope, listen, we're such and such archetype lodge number you know what i mean blah 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 and they all get together they're like all right you know what's the doom agenda today guys you know what i mean oh just you know rituals and sex magic okay sounds like fun you know because they're all like mine so i mean this just happens um right you know the people that are into space will call it gravity but it's uh it's you know the human experience is almost the opposite of magnetic. You know what I mean? It doesn't ever make as much sense as, as just polarity and, and magnetic. You have opposites attracting and bouncing off of each other also. And like, there's all this crazy chaotic conflict. And I have yet to really dig into like chaos theory and all of that stuff. Um, but, you know, I'm sure there's something to, to it, you know, like when you walk into a situation and you know, it's going to be a bad situation, but you're like, meh. And you just go along with it anyway, or you, or the other way you go into a situation, it's going to be great for you, but you're like, nope, not going to do it. You know? And it's like, so is that like an element of chaos within ourselves? That's just spicing it up or, or like, is it like some people think, oh, you have a demonic thought, right? Or, oh, right. or you have, you know, a monkey on your back or <laughs> whatever the term is for this, like outside influence, you know, or you're, you're channeling dark beings or you know any of these other things but like really is it is it really all just us like <laughs> you know like yeah, individually man. like it's it's mind-blowing so this went a little direction a little different direction than i had anticipated but it's also strange when you just open your eyes and kind of like go what yeah wait, i kind of figured we didn't have a chance to like just shoot the shit and zone out before so like no we'll do it now. this it's was awesome. bound to happen where <laughs> we were going to start on switzerland we end up with aliens and all kinds of other things well, you know and, and but this was like, great oh it's this is what we, we got to work with what we got people and we're just working with what we've got what's going on in the ether right now i was talking to flat earth dave earlier today and uh he put it really well he said you know they they have us these people in control have us priming the ether for them you know, with this predictive programming and things like that. And yeah, I think that that's an amazing way to put it. And, you know, um, the ether has been thoroughly primed on this alien front, apparently, because it's got all of us talking about it. So you can't blame yeah, it yeah. on us, folks. It's just, I mean, <laughs> shit, I've been talking about it since primed. I was like 12, but oh, still. dude, yeah, since <laughs> X Files and all that other stuff. And damn, I want to believe, yeah, but I don't really anymore. Not in that way. I don't know. Yeah. After I found out about, you know, deep underground military bases and all the genetic testing and freaks and all this crazy stuff and <laughs> sex traffic and all this stuff, I'm like, nope, aliens don't exist. I'm good, dude. <laughs> you, can, you guys can have that crap because, you know, because essentially you're just pouring in your, your, energy into into the the idea of it dude so and if everything like off on this crazy everything is you tangent if it's the one mind and everything is you just by thinking about it just by lending it credence 
boom, it exists. Yeah, it's a good so way. Like, to put it. So like, dude, are we creating, you know, like with all this news and, you know, the laptop's real or it's not, are we just creating these people's situations out of our own thoughts and memories and then poof instantly like magic because, you know, uh, a creator had to have, you know, dictated the rules of this whole thing. It happens, you know what I mean? Like, and well, uh, also like, the, you know, the alien thing, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a parts of it one, that... Aliens and angels. It's, it's pretty touchy and, and it's crazy. Cause you have like these two polarized camps, you know, like, no, they're angels, you know, no, 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 they're aliens. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and well, then I other think... people are like, no, just people. <laughs> it's just We've people just like been us. so disconnected from ourselves and that's the main goal that they that they quote unquote always oh, yeah, are, sure. are pushing because that's when you start to pay attention to yourself and all that you know you are what if we do that the further down you go like you find all these ancient concepts of the the sacred other this and even the idea of uh the yin yang standing for a fish chasing its own tail these some of these tails are so old and they blend right into ufo community honestly and i i just wonder how much like again we go back you and i both say that like if we're everything then okay well that's all more of us on some level at least we have to at least start there but then also like on the physical level i think it's good to start with again how could humans do that and then if if that can be answered then that doesn't mean the book closes right but that just means that might as well work with the model that we have and the scale that we can prove or at least come close to proving the idea about the reptilians and everything like the real (laughs) physical actual draconian reptilian i'm not trying to disrespect anyone with experiences you know yeah no doubt dude um but like the the symbolism in the flags and and everything in, in the writing of the rec or the the uh, renditions of the dragon and the serpent and throughout time that we can see anyway throughout time and and history and scripture and all this stuff um like and then to call it like lizard people that's like re-personifying a concept that was maybe derived from a per like a group well, of persons it's so weird dude how this splitting and recombining of I, of situations and tales and all this stuff happens i i don't know if i can say yes like actual physical lizard people well i've heard people say like well listen even if it's symbolism and it's associated with certain human qualities that doesn't mean that they didn't learn it from something else or give that symbolism to those people because of an alien or this or that i'm like well, that's fine, but when you trace back the reptilian symbolism, the dragon and all this, yeah, they did see it and they got it from something. It's the snake. The Just the very act of it wilting its skin is like such a central part of the metaphor of what the serpent stands for. It stands for that change and that evolution and that prog- progression and that cycle as well it's it's it, yeah, man yeah, and then it becomes personified big time well, and, and then and it then, gets attached and, and then it then it gets attributed to materialism and everything else and then you have this kind of this eagle situation that's kind of like this lofty you know kind of opposite right. the serpent more airy right uh, and there's uh, within all of the flags of the world there's a lot of elemental kind of alchemy 
in there too you know where like black might stand for earth and and white might stand for sky mm-hmm. you know and, and so yeah, on i absolutely. mean you can look into this stuff it's everywhere um you have dual symbolism like a silver key and a gold key in many houses in europe and also in germany uh, especially in germany if i'm not mistaken and this represents uh, the key to material the material key you know and the spiritual key mm-hmm. so um it's it's all just like a throwback into these same concepts that we all struggle with every day, like within ourselves, this polarity, this duality, decision A versus decision B. Um, so it's like, all right, if this is encoded well enough to put into a crest or, you know, a flag and have obviously tons of thought go into this and have it make sense on so many different levels that just screams to the length of time, whatever has been going on here. <laughs> you know what I mean? With, with humanity, whether there was larger people in the past or not, right, whether right. they're still there. Um, some would say, Oh, if they still exist, they must be pulling the strings. I don't think that that's necessarily the case, but no. look around you at, at what your fellow men has done to each other. Right. Like right. this is the, probably the biggest thing that leads me to believe, okay, if, if, there's big people pulling the strings right then there's probably bigger people you know than them pulling there you know what i mean i i think that if it's fractal in one one layer it has to be an infinite fractal layer right so if there are larger people pulling our strings then there's going to be bigger ones than them maybe the ones that are bigger than the ones pulling our strings are lizards we don't know you know what i mean (laughs) so it gets so crazy like when you're actually like well I'll consider anything, uh, you know, maybe it's a, an addiction of mine now, since I've ditched all the rest, uh, considering thoughts. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's I'll a good thing. That for a minute. <laughs> yeah, for sure, I got dude. a weird theory too, that, um, the, the thing that is in control, um, and has been this whole time is our trauma. And I, 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 and this is just, again, this is just the physical material interpretation I have is that we were rocked by something at some point, something caused an absolute cataclysm. Randall Carlson talks about that as well, about how Halloween is remembered all around the world, that time period, at least as this day of remembrance. And he kind of suggests that it's because we were just unbeknownst to each other all acknowledging this time when we lost fucking everybody. And if you can imagine the trauma that happens to a single individual from an abusive relationship, and then take that fractal and send it outward to what would happen to a people if destruction occurred and all the generational trauma and bad behavior, the narcissism, the psychopathy, the mental illness, all of it that would pass down and embed itself into our humanity. Now, I'm not saying we can't go into more fractal, more spiritual or higher order meaning to it because that's always there. Like we said, even if it looks like an accident up close, you step outside, there's fucking order to everything. It's unbelievable. But it's just on a physical material level, it seems to it's manifesting as this trauma. And of course, these horrible egos can come out of that. And so both can be true. It can be this natural thing that occurred to us. But then it gave birth to these horrible people that had these mentalities that have stuck with us 
embedded in humanity, embedded in the goodness of humanity. This yeah, I'm, I'm with that, dude. And, Isn't that you know, in, in a situation of absolute chaos and calamity, um, you know, look at it realistically the the nice guy won't last. The nice guy will <laughs> nice not be able to last, survive. Right? <laughs> He's not going to be able to survive in a post-apocalyptic freaking wasteland, crazy world. Murder and, you know, greed are key in survival. Right. So right. so if that makes a lot of sense as to why possibly there is a faction of humanity that's kind of like that. Um, but then also, like you have the Hopi talking about the ant people coming up and saving them, right? So maybe there are others, uh, you know, during that cataclysm that found their their way to make their own communities work with kindness and with love. And and maybe this yeah. is how love and kindness carried on. And then, you know, when something else unfolded and everything gets back to a weird new normal, right? Like right, <laughs> they all right, go upstairs right. and they're like, come out and holy shit that's what we've been dealing with for the past couple thousand to twelve thousand years is this freaking war between these two very different but very similar factions of humanity some tainted by hate and yeah, you know, bloodlust and, and then yeah and then the others you know all about giving you know giving knowledge giving love giving respect and hope so like yeah something seems to have happened there there seems to have been this just and, and it's weird this du dualistic kind of conflict and that's why i i think that i dug into switzerland i'm like what is going on here there's such a duality to everything yes. there's no neutrality like what is this you know and and rightfully so it's definitely suspect you start looking in knights templar okay these were the bankers you know of the crusades who kind of helped push this whole crazy war along and supposedly were not part of like the Catholic Roman Catholic church. Right. They were kind of doing it on their own. I, I don't know about that. Um, especially when like now the, the Swiss guard, you know, defends the Vatican Yeah, yeah. and, it's and it's like, bullshit. come on. So like all of that's just like, all right. So, so these are those people, right? Like yeah, these man. are those underground people that, that Dude, you know, during the last that. cataclysm, let's... they're underground. We're changing it right now, guys. Just listeners, watch viewers. Listen, we are, Randy and I are going to change the dynamic where you're not going to see the memes anymore with the three. You're going to see the four. Okay. Instead, <laughs> yeah. instead of finance being uh, London, it'll be, it'll be Switzerland and we'll put uh, the city of London under the mentality of the family, because I think that's what's missing in that dynamic to show that this is a family situation going on at its very fucking roots. So yeah, yeah. you have, you have <laughs> yeah. the, the system itself, the three big areas of power, but who's who's it for? So I think it should be that four that four. Yeah, dynamic. but they can't do that because they can't adopt ancient, uh, you know, spiritual meaning like out of a triangle. You know, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so you can't get the three, six, nine out of out of a square. I know. They I know, already but... have a square they worship. They can't, you know, right, <laughs> they of can't course, bastardize yes. the cube. No, they, <laughs> we can't cut the cube down. Come on, but, guys. Hey, That's you know blasphemy. What, <laughs> you know what else is interesting? Just taking it back to the ant people. I've been having this theory lately about like, well, with me getting into phonetics and, and root language and everything like that. Ant, I wonder if it ever was referring to people from the South, like the Southern hemisphere, maybe because they think about it, our ice age, mostly 
destroyed the northern hemisphere and affected the northern hemisphere if i'm not mistaken right. that's, that's what, what geologists say. yeah that's what we're told for sure right but so there's that not be... a whole heck of a lot of land in the south though like when you when you really look into it you have some you're parts right. of australia but there's but yeah. antarctica may have been a completely different climate at the time if we're going with the globe i know i have to preface and put an no, you know there, even if we're but... <laughs> even if we're not um you know if something was happening to cause an extreme freeze on one side uh you know, who knows? There, there's evidence of a possibly a perturbed kind of sun rotation, you know, in the flat earth model, you know, mm. um, it being right, yeah, essentially a, a piece of electronics of it kind of getting jostled. And that's why our, our you know, our year is different than it had been previous to a certain mm. point, so on and so forth. There's all kinds of crazy, you know, stuff <laughs> when you when you open your mind there's so many wild rabbit holes to go down but yeah dude i like that uh, adding that family element to this control situation that we yeah. see um that's that's huge man that's that's what's left out because look that's these, what they're famous Swiss for people, in the news too like we only it, see the the royal we don't see them making decisions we just hear about their family affairs all the time yeah, that is literally the, our symbol for the family in this well world. and meanwhile everybody ignores switzerland where right all the dirty money goes through dude like because they don't want it. anyone following the money Right. But they're like, hey, you know, if you made anything on crypto this year, you better file your taxes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, don't mind Switzerland, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, <laughs> don't exactly. Mind, don't mind them over there. They're doing crypto's God's a honeypot of its own. Yeah, thing. they're doing yeah. God's work over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just, dude, it's crazy. Um, I, I love the idea of there being, uh, I don't love the idea of there being a cataclysm in the past. That sucks. But <laughs> right. it, it definitely seems to be the case, you know, especially from, in this from, cyclical place that we're in well and from tales and and from you know even what we consider valid descriptions like the bible uh or shit most origin stories talk about this this flood you know oh, yeah. that that has happened um but like yeah, if man. that if that flood happened recently enough to wipe out the previous eras you know information and everything then all we're going to have is the tale of that one you know what i mean so if it had happened at a time you know passed even further than that um you know i personally i think that the a flood and some sort of fiery cataclysm have both happened yeah. um just because you have this comet situation in like the 1500s late 1400s something like that somewhere around the year you know columbus and all that fun stuff where all of our stuff starts up there's this kind sure. of <laughs> space where we're nothing really going on and it, it's weird because like all these regions, uh, you know, in this area of Switzerland and Germany, like these didn't start coming about and establishing like a history until like the 1400s. So we right. have we have fragmented histories of these places, like going back several hundred years at a time. Like, oh, yeah, um, before 1400, you got to go back to a thousand to find, you know what I mean? A documented record on any of this area, you know, right. or you got to go back to like 686 you know, AD. And then you're like, Oh, okay. And then they're like, Oh yeah. 239 BC. And you're like, Oh, okay. Fucking 700 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why like, is all this history missing? What's going on here? Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely like massive periods of time where dude, if you're dealing with, say you're just dealing with three or 400 years of like post cataclysm chaos. Right. right. And let's just say, uh, you know, that, maybe the cover-up for that we'll just we'll just call it the black death tell people there was a plague we don't want anybody to have any you know genetic memories about this celestial <laughs> thing that happened and freaking just burn the world we don't want that you know mm -hmm. like let's 
try to lead people away from that. And then we'll, you know what? And then we'll come out with a cartoon called the land before time. And there'll be this fiery apocalypse and, you know, we'll sell it to these people and they'll want it and they'll love us for it. Like it's so sick and twisted that you have to have spent time underground to comprehend this process of manipulation that has been like expertly, you know, like honed against us all. And then we're back out of the human experience. Uh, You know, I I flow in and out because yeah, I would say out of time, even it doesn't make any sense for them to be able (laughs) in here. Yeah. In here, unless it's also a natural part of it or something, you know, it's, it's again, it's maybe people just taking advantage of a situation that's already happening naturally perhaps you know what i mean right but but you know at the most human level for sure you know absolutely at at that most human you know day-to-day level absolutely i mean we're all and you know once you kind of are honest with yourself about the capabilities of the human ego and the human wants and will and all of these things these different factors right um you know anybody out there you're being holier than thou if you say there's not a situation that you wouldn't engage in because given a circumstance everybody would do everything (laughs) that's that's what the process of experience kind of shows us and why you can see kind of the purpose when people say what's the meaning of life uh i look at it as though to experience right to be right right? like i think therefore i am and i I am therefore you know i be (laughs) so like therefore i think (laughs) right so and so you know going down that you're having an experience and i'm recognizing that you over there andy are having your own experience right um and and like we've been divided so much that we don't stop to put ourselves in the other person's shoes. And I think that this is a lot stronger of a type of connection than we're allowed to understand. Um, you know, sometimes yeah. when I think about what somebody else might be going through, if I actually am, you know, passionate about considering what's going on with this person, my mind will show me a scenario that involves being that person. And involves possibly some trauma in my past that this person may be trying to overcome. And, you know, it's, it's, it's so, it's so much deeper than this face value garbage that we're all being, you know what I mean? Blanketed and and just bare, you know, barraged with, it's just madness. And like, once you dig into, and it doesn't matter what direction you look, Andy, I swear, if you look (laughs) for information in one direction, you will find it. And that's, yeah it doesn't matter i mean if i look right now for proofs of a spherical earth i will find it yes if i look at proof look for proof right now of proofs of flat earth i will find it if i look right now for proofs of we're in inner earth i'll find that or we're on mars i'm gonna find that because that's my intent you know manifesting this in front of me yes i'm using vehicles uh to manifest like a computer and typing it into google but Mm -hmm. essentially i'm controlling what i'm looking for so whether I want to admit it to myself or not, I'm, you know, you're choosing your own adventure. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, so you, you, but you, when you pan back, kind of like we're saying, you pan back out of time, like what is the like accumulation of all of those very small choices? And then you kind of start to see it like, like a, like a risk board, like a very high speed risk situation where it's like, okay, this person's taking over this person's um integrity and this person's taking over this person's um you know capacity to love they're stealing that from them so there's all these very small energy interactions going on from person to person but then like on the big grander scale you have well you know russia invaded ukraine to you know have this (laughs) other stuff going on that's just like a crazy fractal mirror an upsize of 
a conflict between this lady and her brother in her living room that morning. Right. You know what I mean? So it all starts like, here, man. It all starts within, you know, and that's it's again mind the, the, the generational trauma, man. I think my take on the resets that we, we say, like, it seems like there's been a bunch of different resets. I feel like we keep almost figuring out this original situation that we were all in. I think no matter how many resets they try to do, that's just my take that right like it it just we're still getting pieces of that first world and maybe throughout every single world that's been we're getting a lot of pieces mixed together and we're not and we're finally trying to divide out when this one ended when this one ended you know right it's yeah, amazing, no doubt. You know, and we all secretly the... have this kind of underlying knowing about certain things. Um, mm-hmm. Almost anybody you ask that's delved into this old world topic. Uh, I don't like to call it Tartaria because it's just not that's not you know accurate. But um, this old world topic, dude, like most of us swear, like I feel so comfortable and familiar looking at this imagery and seeing these places and like a familiarity a weird vague sense of familiarity right like and this kind of calls into question reincarnation and genetic memory you know and things like this i I, dude after after seeing hollywood put it out there in uh, assassin's creed i was like there's genetic memory they fucking told us there's genetic memory right there right as soon as they decided that game could become a movie they're they're telling something right. you know and yeah, then you I would see definitely... infinites comes out and and it's about this guy or these people that remember all their past lives and it's like a fucking curse to this one guy who's a nihilist and you know on the other side you have the believers they don't ever say what they believe in but they've had like countless past lives and they remember them all and they kind of steer the direction of what people are doing on earth maybe you know it's just as valid of an explanation as anything i've got so i was like that's pretty interesting maybe there's something going on like that but um maybe it's more you know not so clear a little more fractal and each of us has a small piece of what we're remembering and unless we work together (laughs) to 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 hash it out and have the conversation and you know, not feel like, you know, like society would want us to feel and feel like we're being stupid about saying this or that, or, you know, me bringing up my theories and weird thoughts on Switzerland to you. Like, right. You know, most people would, would feel like, oh, that's just, you know, that's just a waste of my time. I, that person right. doesn't want to yeah. hear that. You know, I'm worthless. And a lot of that attitude, it's crazy, goes along with, you know, as Flat Earth Dave would say, the heliocentric nonsense. you know uh, of like i'm alone in the universe nobody can understand me you know i'm flying out of control so you know like in a very fractal sense the thought of flying out of control in space on a planet is the bigger version of what each of us maybe would feel on the inside if we didn't know the truth and most of us don't know the truth you know and most of us are comfortable not looking for it because we see the easy you know the bag of frito-lays and the disney channel and we're like cool you know what I mean? But like, mm. hopefully at some point, you know, people kind of start to come around and I think they are. I mean, I did. So, you know, <laughs> I've, I've actually got faith in humanity for once because dude, if I can kind of, uh, you know, free up some, some, uh, some thoughts and, and pull some information kind of out of, out of wherever I'm looking and put together pieces and have an enjoyable time doing it. 
and start to realize that, hey, maybe this is like the purpose. And like you're saying about the, you know, the, the reset, about them possibly happening, like when society kind of as a collective reaches a certain point, it's like, well, we've wrapped up this one, guys, you know, story's over. Maybe there is, maybe there is some kind of a, you know, massive exodus or rapture or something, or maybe it's just, you know, lights out, everybody's done. Like we took this one until literally everybody has figured out that it's a, you know, a rerun on top of a rerun on top of a rerun, but a different, (laughs) you know, a different like fractal layer to it or a different, uh, you know, just crazy, interesting kind of lifestyle set or, you know, but but ultimately, though, it may not be this outside power kind of orchestrating. It may just be a very natural kind of, you know, within us all based on it seems to be based on free will to a certain extent, you yeah. know, um, and uh, right. And, and, you know, allowing giving your permission for things, hence the predictive programming and things like this. Yeah. So, you know, in order to have that grasp on all that stuff you kind of have to have like some kind of a cache of in, or cache of information or um, have a very tight knit family, right? Like this is the other part where that family becomes super key. It's like when you get those people in your family and you start laying out the family knowledge, the family jewels to them, right? Like here, now you've got access to the family jewels, man. I don't think they're talking about rocks, dude. I think they're talking about the secrets, man, you know? And, oh, yeah. uh, and if your family is, you know, really inbred and kind of falling apart, you know, you might want to make some other people part of the family kind of uh, indirectly. So you might form these different groups, right? Or, you know, your son might form a group because he wants a club when he's in high school or whatever. And then you have skull and bones, right? So, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then that's so- where it all goes bad. And when it all starts going bad, people start waking up and, and then it's like, you know, eventually you get to that wall and you're like, oh. We got to hit the the fascist button and break out, you know, the the symbolic weapon and wipe everything out. And, you yeah. know what I mean? Start over. And who knows, man? Um, but you Maybe know, we it, keep getting closer to finding it out before they can unleash their plan or something, because it does feel like that this time around. Or maybe if this is the only time, whatever, it does feel like we're much the, the whole goal is to figure it out before they tell us. Because pretty, they always tell much, us pretty much. It seems that way. Yeah. And, and we've you know, yet to do out it before it's doom. Yeah. And, and every time they're like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Oh, that happened. We told you guys that was going to happen. Right. You know, and, and now you've got a major crazy push of this whole eating blood and all this demonic stuff. And like, so where's that eventually going to go? Like, is it going to become know. like the purge? Or are we going to wind up like that? And then boom, there's your depopulation. Everything's legal for a night. You got a bunch <laughs> of pissed off people. I mean, they want disillusion for sure. I mean, that's part of it, but, but yeah, yeah dude, definitely. they could go in so many directions. This, <laughs> so this has crazy. been awesome though, man. This has Absolutely, been a great man. chat. It was an awesome tangent. Uh, Hell for yeah. Sure. But you know, what, I just, what's needed. That's, know? that's my organic kind of, you know, broken thought process is like, Same what can here, I, man. what can I pull? Why am I finding this interesting right now? You yeah. know, I try to pay attention <laughs> to those little things like, like what, why am I thinking about this? Well, maybe, you know, give it a little more thought, see where it goes. And, uh, you know, I think that the folks out there kind of are with us on this, on this understanding that, you know, it's not all well orchestrated and it's not all chaotic. 
it, yeah, it's, it's kind of like this weird weird mixture of both which which yeah. makes it fun to talk about right like absolutely it could be aliens could just be you know the um the, the rothschilds you know arch enemy you know or, or whatever <laughs> like it could be any of these things and man hopefully I, I really do hope though and i didn't always feel this way i hope i have some of the answers when i die so i could be like oh nailed it you know what i mean like <laughs> when i get into the in-between and i'm oh, like yeah, and i'm like looking back like i hope i got at least a couple right you know like a two out of ten i'll be stoked with the two out of ten dude for sure <laughs> yeah. in the life of you like i don't care about my shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. come on i want to go see what happened with the bushes or something <laughs> <laughs> right like i knew it yeah. Yeah, yeah i knew alex jones was uh was that comedian blah blah yeah. blah right like, yeah. <laughs> all right sure, dude. dude well this has been awesome and uh for Absolutely. all my listeners please tell them where they could find you yeah i'm random randy at red thread podcast uh, you can find me on instagram at random fracks uh or send me an email random at gmail.com and uh yeah yeah Sweet. so dude i appreciate it and where can my listeners find you sir yeah, uh, the deep share on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm on Rockfin at uh, rockfin.com slash the deep share, odyssey.com. Nice. I actually, you know what? They have a, I think everyone on Odyssey gets it. They have a weird kind of address or something with some like numbers and shit. I don't know, but whatever. It's, <laughs> right, it's there. Yeah, on I Odyssey. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Odyssey too. I'll have um, to start putting more stuff up, but yeah, contact at deep the deepshare.com if you want to hit me up if you want to be on the show if you want to argue with my crazy theories by all means um, right and yeah patreon.com slash the deep share check it nice. out nice right on once again brother dude i appreciate the jam session hell yeah it was, man it was, was awesome stuff. dude i'm looking forward to the next time and uh hell man yeah. uh, may may you find more rabbit holes my friend and may they uh treat likewise <laughs> all right everybody have a great night take care Thanks for listening to this episode of the Deep Share Podcast. If you want to hear more, then hit that subscribe button. Follow me on all the social places. And remember, think for yourself, but don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, pacifarian. Enough! <laughs> you have meddled with the primal forces of <laughs> and you will atone. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, well, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? <laughs> <laughs>